Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. My name's Lewis, and as I told you last week in the podcast, um, Will is here. Hello. Hello, Lewis. How are you? It's been a long time since I last came. I know it's been too long. I, I missed you so much, which was why I was thinking that I can't go another week without having a chat with you for the podcast, and uh, so everybody can、uh, listen to our conversation as well and enjoy themselves. <laughs> They are very lucky people to be listening to this conversation, and yeah, I couldn't go another week myself. So I'm happy that you invited me back to the to the podcast arena. It's good to have you back. Now,、uh, first of all,、um, where have you been recently?、Uh, what have you been doing recently? That's a great question, Lewis. Well,、uh, recently, I should say, as recent as last week, I was in England because I、oh. had to go back and visit my new nephew, as my little brother had a little baby.、Uh, so I went to visit. I saw the little baby, and、uh, I worked. From there, and it was wonderful. To be honest, it was a nice change from the Madrid weather. I I like the way that you don't refer to your nephew、uh, using his name or anything in an affectionate way. Like I saw the little baby, and then that was it. <laughs> well, in my defence, a baby is a baby.、Uh, at this point, it doesn't do anything, and I will remain. I will continue to say it, <laughs> even though, even though, it is a he. He doesn't do anything, and therefore. He will continue to be just a little baby until he starts growing some personality.、Uh, awesome. So、uh, I'm not an uncle. I don't have、uh, a nephew、uh, nor a niece. So, well, what's it like being an uncle? It's surprising, Lewis. Okay. Because I have two little nephews now, and、uh, my first little nephew. I remember I wasn't a big fan of children. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, children are wonderful, but I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't able to speak with children. There was. I don't know. It was. I wasn't a children person. But when it's your nephew and it's I don't know. It's family and it's from. It's you know. There's a connection for you.、Uh, there's an automatic、uh, bond, an automatic link with this child, and、um, so yeah, you're. Immediately emotionally attached to the、uh, baby, and、uh, yeah, and the same thing with the、uh, little baby Jackson who has just arrived to the family. Oh, so cute! I bet you fell in love with them the first time you saw them. Um, <laughs> I as I, I will return to say what I <laughs> what I said earlier, which is it. This still looks like a little baby. It's beautiful, obviously, because it's part of the. He's part of the family, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it's very wrinkly. Uh huh. Very wrinkly, like、uh, elderly people. Like people as they get old, I have a lot of wrinkles on my forehead, and it, it's strange that babies are also wrinkly when. We associate wrinkles with、uh, pensioners and retired people and elderly people. That's right, and he's and this the baby is he's very very small, and so all of his it's he's very funny,、uh, I have to say. But、um, 
I, I the first thing I said I think was he looks like a knee, <laughs> and uh, luckily uh, my brother understands my sense of humor. Otherwise, it could come across it could seem like an insult. But uh, no, it was uh, <laughs> just wrinkled skin, but uh, in a very cute way. Uh, so uh, he looks like. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> he looks like a knee. He looks, looks like, like a knee. knee. Yeah, because when you straighten your leg, the skin on your knee, it all, uh, it wrinkles, it creases over. And uh, this is very similar to a baby. Uh, yeah, so I... Uh... Uh, th- that, that's exactly how I would describe babies too. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, let, let's, let's end this chaos and uh, let's focus. Let's be sensible. Uh, let's be uh, sensible. And um, Will, uh, what are we going to be speaking about today? Well, today we're going to be speaking about senses, Lewis. The five or six, depending on how you feel. The five senses. So tell me, Lewis, what are the five senses that we have? Well, we've got sight. um, So you can see using your eyes. Uh, We've got sight. We've got hearing. So uh, I, I listen to people speak. I listen to music. This is hearing. Then um, you have taste. Mm, delicious. And uh, following that, we have smell. So it smells amazing or it smells like rubbish. And then finally, we have touch. And um, after all of that, we have possibly the sixth sense. Now, this sixth sense, which I always think of as uh, emotion, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, Lewis. I've been teaching this class for a few weeks now, and uh, I've come to think that the sixth emotion is... Because in my question to you, Lewis, what is the most important sense? It's difficult. You could see and um, maybe even listen to the excitement and uh, the delight when I said taste, because I love food. Uh, I love eating and uh, I love tasting different flavors. But despite saying that, it's definitely not the most important. Um, For me, the two most important senses are the two that are related to communication. And the two senses which are linked to communication are uh, sight and hearing. Now, from that, I would say if I had to choose, um, I would rather uh, be able to see things and not be blind than not be able to hear things and be deaf. So a long answer, but to sum up, the most important sense for me is sight. Interesting. Now I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Go okay? on. which me. means ask a question which maybe surprises you, which makes things a little bit difficult. To touch is your sense, obviously, is to feel things. So, for example, when you touch, when you hold a pen, you know you're holding a pen because you have the sense of touch in your fingers. Uh, when you're wearing clothes. You know that you're wearing clothes because there's the sense of touch. Even when you're walking, the pressure on your feet is the sense of touch. So without the sense of touch, you would be pretty useless because you wouldn't be able to hold anything. 
have you been to the dentist and had an in uh, the anesthetic in a local area yeah i think i know what you mean all of this disappears hmm. yeah i suppose maybe you'd be less useful but at the end of the day if you can't see anything then you can only be useful um in a very limited capacity with a guide dog perhaps and i think beauty in life is best perceived uh when you see um landscapes and mountains and beaches and people as well if you can see them and appreciate natural beauty interesting because for me as a musician in the past a past musician mm -hmm. uh, the sound of someone singing the sound of music for example is more emotional for me than uh sights so i would I'd probably change it yeah it's difficult because uh, like i said for me uh, i'm between these two um sound hearing and sight but if I had to choose, like I'm looking outside, it's a beautiful day. I can see some gray buildings and I think, wow, yep. this is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and also people are listening to this on a podcast. So therefore they need the sense of listening or the sense of hearing to uh, be able to hear us. Okay, so we've That's decided point. That, uh, to, okay, your sense of sight and your sense of hearing are very important. We have also decided, or at least I have decided, that the sense of touch is also very important. If not, you would be useless. Um, so to smell and to taste, which would you prefer to lose? I mean, again, they're very related. If we think about food, a lot of the time um, you can smell uh, some delicious food and that makes you hungry and it makes you want to eat it. Um, so they're so related. And even if you try to um, eat something that you don't like, sometimes if you like put your fingers over your nostrils and you block your sense of smell, then you don't actually taste anything. But mm, forgetting all of that, there are a lot of bad smells, like there are a lot of bad tastes. But I think it's more common to smell bad smells. Like if I go outside and there's uh, rubbish outside, then it smells terrible. It smells awful. It smells horrible. It smells like shit. Yeah, I'll say it. It smells like shit. This is chaos. I know, right? Uh, but the, you, thank you for providing what was a beautiful explanation. Why would you say it smells like shit or it smells like garbage or it smells like rubbish but you said it smells terrible you didn't say like perfect great question bravo so if you use smell uh without like then it's followed by an adjective the same thing happens with uh, look uh, looks beautiful it looks he looks happy uh she looks sad so look or smell or taste plus an adjective without like then if we use like it would have to be followed by a noun so uh, she looks like the president he uh, smells like um, a fishmonger <laughs> for example or failing that um, we can create another clause 
so he looks like he has worked a lot. Uh, she smells like she has been working um, in a, a butcher's. Perfect. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so basically, if you have a noun after the verb, then you need like in any way, okay? And if not, it's just an adjective, then you don't use like. like. Now, um, on that note, uh, regarding that, uh, a lot of the time people confuse uh, look like and seem like or look and seem so uh if i was your student will how would you explain this to me what is the difference so that is a great question lewis because this is a mistake that a lot of students make and they don't realize now first of all i should say that there are there is a lot of gray area where both are good so what I like to do is to eliminate the gray area and to make it black and white. And the best way to do this is to explain that we use the verb to look as a sensory verb, for example, to look beautiful, to look interesting. If the information is visual, so if we see something physical, now this can be a film, a poster, a person, then we would say, uh, he looks nice, for example. Maybe he has a big smile on his face uh, and he just looks like a nice person. However, with the to seem, then this is something abstract. We cannot touch it. So the information is not necessarily visual. Maybe it's it could be audio. It could be, uh, well, many different things. It could be that sixth sense we spoke about. And this would be to seem. So maybe you tell me an idea and I say, ah, oh, this seems like a good idea because the idea you cannot touch. It's abstract. So if you can touch it and it's visual, then you would use to look. And if it's uh, and you cannot touch it and it's abstract, then we use to seem. I think I was perfectly explained. So if it's abstract, if it's in general, if it's not specifically related to appearance and um, what you see, then we can use seen. And of course, um, some people make the same mistake, uh, confusing look like with uh, smell like, uh, sound like, and other sensory verbs. So um, my girlfriend sometimes will say, ah, that looks like it's amazing. And She's not speaking about something visual. Um, she's, um, I don't know, she might be talking about uh, something she can smell or she might be uh, talking about something she can hear. So remember to separate these different sensory verbs. If it's related to visuals, it looks plus adjective or it looks like plus a noun or a longer clause. Beautiful, Lewis. My gosh. My, oh gosh. my gosh. Now, I don't know. Do we have any more time? Or are we out? I think we've got just enough time to go over one uh, very, very common and frustrating false friend. I think I know where you're going with this, Lewis. I, I think you know. So um, two different adjectives beginning with S. Will, what are they? I believe you're talking about sensible and sensitive Woo. yes i got it right so for example sensible and sensitive now these sounds 
very, very similar to their Spanish words, and one of them looks identical. So let's see if we can explain a little bit or give some examples of context. So, for example, Lewis, would you say that you are a sensible person? Uh, 100%. I'm very sensible. Um, I don't do a lot of crazy things. Uh, I'm always in control of my emotions and um, I am quite responsible. Um, I think I'm quite an old man trapped inside a young man's body um, because I'm very responsible. I'm uh, very sensible and I do things that I should do. Oh, very good. Okay, well, there you are. Okay, a sensible man, Lewis. Congratulations. And um, are you a sensible guy? Definitely not. I mm -hmm. uh, am the opposite of a sensible person. I do do stupid things. Uh, but with the age as uh, it was my birthday last week and I realized that the numbers only go up, uh, I've realized that maybe I should start to be a little bit more sensible, a little more relaxed and a little bit more responsible. And um, related to age and getting older, um, in my case, my, my teeth uh, have got a little bit more sensitive as I've been getting older. So I have to use Sensodyne toothbrush to avoid them being really, really sensitive. Um, do you have sensitive teeth or sensitive skin? Or are you just a sensitive guy? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, well, uh, okay, so no, I don't have sensitive teeth. Um, I'm not one of these people who say I can't eat ice cream because it's too cold. Uh, I can eat ice cream. Um, yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm slightly larger than I should be. But uh, yes, the um, yes, I, I don't have sensitive teeth, but I do have sensitive skin, especially in the sun. Uh, I don't know what happens, even when I wear the sun, the sun cream. This, those those UV rays they get through the sun cream and they uh, they burn me every year. It's the same. Uh, there's nothing I can do uh, except wear a I don't know like a, a onesie or a, a, or a wetsuit maybe. Maybe a wetsuit is a good idea. Yeah, and uh, and in terms of being a sensitive person, I think that this is with age as well. I am not a sensitive person except when I see a film and more or less any film will make me cry from uh, Coco where everybody cries to mm -hmm. the hunger games where I'm the only person in the world who has cried. He killed so many people. I don't, yeah. It, it was basically the result. Yeah. It was, it was, well, that was when I realized that something had gone wrong in my chemistry. <laughs> uh -huh. um, speaking about that, I can remember, um, Last Saturday, um, I had a little bit of a hangover. So normally with a hangover, I'm a little bit more sensitive. And um, I was watching some old episodes of Britain's Got Talent, which is uh, a talent competition where people sing, people do magic, people do lots of things. And they always have a side story, um, a quite depressing, emotional, uh, sensitive side story. And then when they start to perform, on stage, I just can't help it. Uh, I start crying and I can't hold back the tears. Uh, I'm, I'm crying uncontrollably. And this is another reason why I'm uh, both a sensitive person 
I get emotional quite easily, but also a sensi- yeah, a sensible person because I am very responsible. <laughs> well, yes, okay, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize you were more sensitive when you ha- when you have a hangover. I am. Um... I'm impressed. I, I I didn't realize this. For sure, for sure. And um, listeners, uh, if you uh, are also uh, sensitive people, or if you're sensible people, um, please let us know. Drop us a message. Follow us on social media. Send us a DM or even uh, an email. And on that note, I, I think that's enough. We've been speaking and speaking and speaking. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And do not forget to subscribe and follow the Instagram. And of course, book some classes with Teachify. And Teachify your life. And Teachify your life. <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.